Listen, all you guys. We all know you guys do not, and I repeat, do not listen to at least five minutes in. So what we're going to do, we're going to give out a code for PS Plus, and we're not going to tell you if it's right or wrong, but you could still put it in. Yeah, exactly. If you guys uh, stick around at any point in this podcast, we'll just drop some random numbers. It'll be like some Morse code type shit, but just know that is a it's a PlayStation Plus code. It could work. It could not. It could be something. It could be like a Pornhub premium subscription. You know, who knows? But uh, if you stick around, you can have access to that. It could also be Ethan's credit card number. It could be my credit card number. I think Jake actually, no, I got it changed. So never mind. Jake no longer has it. <laughs> Uh, it, no, you're, it's your debit. That's why <laughs> your debit's on my thing. I already deleted it. Well, it's it. also changed too. So remember, my wallet was stolen about two months ago. <laughs> so, uh, but well, how does it feel? It was not good. Hey, what, but I, I don't think the, these people know what happened. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on the pod back like when it was my birthday. I just It's nothing exciting. I just got my wallet stolen. My uh, Dragon Ball wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah, ended up stealing my debit credit and my Barnes and Noble gift card, which honestly is what I was most not gift card membership card, which is what I was most upset about, honestly. Ooh, because like, why? Why out of all things do you steal that? Hey, maybe those robbers are just looking for some new books. Yeah, maybe they're gonna get discounts. You know, I just didn't even think of that. They could probably use that. They probably are using well, it. You should probably check probably your Barnes and Noble it. account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not tied to my debit or anything, so it's not like they can, you know, get paid. They're just getting discounts from it, <laughs> but still. Anyways, yeah, that that was a side tangent. Yeah, I did get my wallet stolen. It was uh, it was very uh, shitty two months ago, like I said. On, uh, yeah, he was robbed at gunpoint. Yeah, it was, it was a wacky and wild situation. He had to give him a blowjob job uh, to get out of it. Don't you still have the actual wallet because you found it on the ground? Yeah, I found the wallet afterwards. Forgot to mention that. I don't know where I put the wallet because it's trash now. But what I was going to say, speaking of wacky and wild, uh, do you guys want to know what collaboration between two properties happened today? <laughs> and it is the most out of left field I've ever seen. Like, it's just so random. What could it be? What's huh? that? All right. So you guys know PUBG, right? Player Unknown Battlegrounds, the Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. basically started yes, this I whole entire craze yeah it's huge in china right now so like nobody plays it over here in like the west and stuff but like it's still massive in like china and basically asia right now yeah they're collabing with uh jujutsu kaisen that's what we like to hear dude <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know how this collaboration came to be i don't know how you look at PUBG and you're like you know what i think this needs some i think this needs gojo or yuji in it <laughs> like it makes no sense if if Gojo isn't busted in PUBG, we riot. <laughs> well, I don't even know like what the collaboration is gonna be. They showed like an advertisement like photo of it, and it's like they show like a gigantic uh, summoning circle. It looks like a like Shibuya basically, like the the circle that went around Shibuya. Uh, so I don't know what the hell that it's gonna be. I'm assuming I guess they're gonna change like the circle or the storm or whatever to be like the bubble they use to keep out curses. So that's gonna be closing. But even then, it's like. Yuji walking around with a gun, is that what it's going to be? I don't know if they're going to add those like as skins or they're going to add curses to the game. It's just so bizarre to me. I thought PUBG was supposed to be you know like else? the realistic one. Like, they didn't do that kind of shit. That's like all Fortnite. <laughs> they're not like realistic. They're just... In, you Have know, they done any other collabs similar world. to this though? Or events? They've done collabs i'm trying to remember what other collab they've done but i mean PUBG is the game that's literally the mascot walks around with a frying pan and stuff they're not trying to take themselves super seriously it's just the fact that you know it's a battle royale <laughs> with jujutsu kaisen in it maybe are they trying to say because of the colon game going on right now is that why they're like because if you're reading the manga you know the colon game is happening which is basically a battle royale yeah yeah, so maybe I don't know if that's it. <laughs> maybe, dude. What if the actual manga chapters when they come <laughs> it out ties into it? It's yeah. actually them just playing PUBG. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look now to see like what other things they collabed with because I know they collabed before, but nothing this fucking what? weird. But like you mentioning China, it made me a uh, maybe a uh, realize not realize a uh, remember uh, they had a new law that passed not even. I oh like yeah yesterday. yeah it was yesterday all right 
Yeah. So, all right, we're 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 not even the anime safe space anymore. We're the world events space safe space right now. We care about all religions, all cultures, every country except Japan. But anyways, so they, there's a new law in China that passed that anyone under 18 can only play video games for one hour on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. Yep. Yeah. They cannot play through Monday through Thursday. This sounds like the life over there, baby. You're moving to China right now, raising a, fa- raising a family there. <laughs> Just so you don't have to deal with little kids playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how they're going to monitor that, but, you know, China's weird. They'll do that. They're probably... They're going to say people no, under 18, bro, they but got of the course whole it's going to... internet locked down. They, I know. I'm just saying how they're going to... public information. It's not that hard for them to do this. I'm just saying... No, I know. I'm just saying, like, relegating it to specifically 18 and below. I feel like this is just going to affect everybody and not just people under 18. Because, to my understanding, uh, they're going to just server lock, like, the multiplayer games. They're going to server lock them, like, past nine uh, on, like, weekends. And... I think in China, I guess you do have to verify, like, straight up ID, verify <laughs> who you are when you're playing, like, online games. Yep. So maybe they'll do it that way, but, you know, it's shitty. I uh, think we... We're not Chinese, though. Yeah. Uh, their, their laws suck, but I did just want to point out, I looked up the, some of the collabs. So apparently, uh, they collabed with uh, Blackpink, the K-pop uh, girl band, you know, like the girl group. I don't know why... <laughs> Hey, it's the girl band, wow. so we we all we all stand those, yeah. and they we all stand have those. also done a Code Geass collab, apparently. So I guess this isn't that bizarre. I don't know. It's just weird. So PUBG is weird. the new like anime royale. It's gonna become that. I want to say new. The Code Geass one was a year ago, and this is like the first time in a year they've done <laughs> an anime collab. I mean, but they're the only two. Like, uh, I that's guess. the only yeah, two I mean, that have had collabs with Battle Royales. I don't think there's any been any other collab. I mean, f- according to leaks a lot, and I truly do believe it, Fortnite is supposed to have like Naruto and Demon Slayer skins at some point. Uh so that could happen. And on top of that, Fortnite is, has a bunch of like anime-inspired skins and Street Fighter. <laughs> so they have the anime fighting game in there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I don't play PUBG, so this just came as a very like out-of-left-field thing for me. And when I saw it like on Instagram, when I, I was just scrolling through it, and I just saw like Jujutsu Kaisen X PUBG. I was like, that seems like a shitty, shitty meme. I was like, how does somebody think this is funny? And then I looked and saw that Funimation posted it. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So it is really funny, though. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Jake, we hopping on uh, hey. PUBG? Seeing as out, I'm here. <laughs> hey, you know, Tell does have the I PUBG. do have that free PUBG pass. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's what your mic came with. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. Speaking of which, I am getting a new mic. Mm-hmm. comes in on Sunday. Oh, wow. You ordered right that quick. Right before. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. When you got the sh money now? I mean, you were just saying what yesterday that you were gonna, were gonna do it. Yeah, and then immediately wow. after, he got it. Wow, Jake actually gets stuff done, unlike somebody here who's behind on all our mm-hmm. YouTube. It'll get done. But uh, actually, speaking of which, what we were talking about yesterday, um, <laughs> this is actually our second attempt at this episode this week. I already tweeted out, so some people will probably already know, but uh, yeah, our episode got botched yesterday uh recording stopped halfway through yep and uh didn't really realize and we and then we stopped like multiple times and we're like you know this is this is unlistenable more than usual surprisingly yeah so yeah i couldn't handle it so uh, i had a tip i had a tantrum and uh i went to ethan's house and i beat him senseless yeah i enjoyed it too and i took the three dollars i also wasn't drunk or high at the time so i was a little off my game but now i'm high so we're good yeah, yeah, we're, we're back in full the form game today, <laughs> giving you guys the best possible content. You know, you know us. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm just casually just scrolling Reddit right now. And, you know, just the easy stuff. You're because you're trying to find topics, of course, right? Yes. Oh, why? Of course. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, since we had our episode botched yesterday, we did have a topic that I kind of just wanted to rebring up. 
it's uh, news to you guys listening, of course, but we've already mentioned it yesterday. Um, and we'll probably just make it quick, I guess. Uh, so last week, I read all of Kaiju number eight in a day. And I was really interested to hear like other people's analysis or opinions on the video or on the on the manga. So I watched like a f- couple of videos and every single one of them mentioned the fact that Kaiju number eight is the next attack on Titan. And for the sole reason being that in attack on Titan, Eren turns into a Titan and fights other Titans. And in Kaiju number eight, the main character turns into a Kaiju and fights other Kaijus. And I think that's really misleading and disingenuous. Like, and you guys agreed to a bit, to a degree, I guess, with where I was going with that. Yeah, to a degree. I can definitely see where they're coming from by your description of Kaiju number eight. Like, plot points are very, very similar to people that go into the army to fight against Kaijus, and then it's a girl and a boy. The girl's way better than the boy. And then the boy is able to turn into Kaijus to fight other Kaijus. Yeah. It's very similar. Bringing up the girl thing, thing is. Yeah, bringing up the girl thing at least does make me realize the parallel between, you know, uh, Mina, the, the girl in Kaiju number eight, and Mikasa. That honestly ha- makes more sense. But none of them brought that up, by the way. They didn't bring that up. They just focused on Eren and uh, the main character being. Uh, God, I'm forgetting his name. Oh, Kafka. Yeah. So I mean, they they, they didn't bring it's up Kafka, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of Final Fantasy uh, VI the whole time when I was it's watching. Kafka, dude. No, <laughs> literally Kafka. His name's Kafka, and his name's Kafka in the manga. But I was still thinking of Kafka. Kafka, best villain. But yeah, like I said, I I honestly would have maybe understood the comparison a little more had they brought up Mikasa and Mina, but they didn't. So you are able to make more sense of that comparison. But point being. Wow! Look at me. We, I, I, yeah, we. I just wanted to know disingenuous like comparisons, and I know Jay couldn't think of one yesterday. So I guess where this conversation was going is that in the same vein, Monogatari and Bunny Girl Senpai faces that same, I guess, unfair comparison and critique to the point where you know people call Bunny Girl Senpai a Monogatari ripoff because Sakuta saves Mai and they end up dating basically because she's going through a supernatural ordeal that he helps her save and because of that they end up as a couple and because of that singular plot point and instance then they generalize the rest of the series so i think it's just unfair generalizations based off a single plot point and i think the same thing with kaiju number eight not that it's downplaying kaiju number eight by saying it's the next attack on titan it's just unfair expectations because the series is going in an entirely different direction from attack on titan and i think people going in are going to be disappointed when they realize that outside of him turning into a kaiju, it's not at all similar. I don't know. I, I think if it's if it's good enough content to keep him hooked, not too many people would be upset about that because there are somewhat similarities. It's based in the same world. It's kind of just like the millions of remakes of basically uh, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord or... Konosuba or yeah I mean there's Goblin Slayer almost I mean just that fantasy RPG world and sometimes it is the whatever you're transported to another world isekai I think it's fine to say it's similar to something but like my thing is with all these is that they would talk about the synopsis basically reduce it down to its simplest plot points and then go hey this sounds exactly like Attack on Titan. And they're like, no, 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 it's not Attack on Titan, but it could be the next Attack on Titan. And then spend fucking minutes talking about how similar it was to it, like I said. And I think it's just like either completely missing the entire point of the series or just like focusing too much on something. And I do think setting unfair expectations can ruin people's viewpoints on things. Jake should know better than anybody. Gintama. People think Gintama is a action shonen uh, series instead of a comedy series and get disappointed when they have to sit through 50 episodes before a singular instance of action actually happens. God, I need to... All right, I'm going to turn Gintama into my new just, like, drunk-watching show because I need yeah. to start watching it. Yeah, you do need to catch up. But, like, it's... it's yeah. But you do need to be sober <laughs> what? when the serious... Well, By yes, 300, yes. yes. You'll, be, you'll, be a, yes. you'll be a mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's for sure. What, what arc was yeah. I last on? Do y'all remember? 
works. I uh, you're like in the you're like right before uh, you're right before Yoshiwata. Yeah. All right, y'all are gonna. If you hadn't met the blonde girl, so y'all are gonna have to send me an episode of which one to start on. Because I, w- right. I will start doing that. Yeah, but I guess anyways, just to just wrap up my thoughts on it. Since like I said, we had a more in depth discussion yesterday, guys. Sorry if this wasn't that interesting to you, but it's not the end of the world that you know they call it the next attack on titan it just does bother me when series get labeled like that like so funny girl can't go one second without monogatari being brought up and kaiju number eight from what i've seen so far mind you i've only been a fan of it for like less than a week but from every single discussion i've seen from it so far attack on titan has been brought up and i don't know i just don't see it that way like i didn't think for one second attack on titan until i started watching youtube videos and then i was like I guess, sure, but in the same vein, Tokyo Ghoul can be brought up because Kaneki, he doesn't hate ghouls, but he's afraid of ghouls and then turns into a ghoul. So, <laughs> would we compare it to that? I think we should. Yeah. That's your next YouTube video right there. The anime version. Hey, exactly. Yeah, maybe I'll just make a video about Kaji number eight and call it the next Attack on Titan. I was thinking of doing that like as a, as like a joke in the thumbnail and just like talking about why I dislike it, but who knows? No, you got to do kaiju gori yes i like that name or attack on kaiju kaiju number root aid no because that's the anime damn it no no no, no. <laughs> don't don't don't, don't do, do just do attack on kaiju number eight but except just put a square root over oh, it. oh yeah kaiju root eight there you go i like that so anyways yes kaiju number eight is a rebuff attack on titan that was my entire point that was this whole discussion so yeah and that's the episode. That's the episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks for go over to our Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what did we bring up oh, yesterday? Yeah. We're just gonna have to keep dwelling on the past. <laughs> yeah, yep, we have to. We we did like we did at least thirty minutes of of, of actual raw footage. Yeah, honestly, that and it's deleted because Jake immediately deleted his footage, and mine just didn't even happen. So <laughs> it was for the better. I'm trying to think. Well, oh, actually, I do remember one. Okay, so did you guys see the photos of the Cowboy Bebop live action? Like, the newest photos that came out? No. No, but I heard that. You haven't? I would suggest looking it up, like, right now. Just type in Cowboy Bebop live action, and you should get, like, loads of this exact same image of all four of them walking. Or all three, and then Ein. So. <laughs> all four of but them yeah. walking? Okay. It's just like them walking in. And they, they have like a bunch, like they have Spike smoking. Uh, is he even smoking actually? I, f- I think I remember they said they don't want to glorify smoking in this reboot, which should sell you a lot about <laughs> the direction this reboot is going. Not reboot, I'm sorry, uh, remake. Or, uh, yeah, live action remake. Okay, I think I saw the picture you were talking about. Yeah, just type in Cowboy Bebop live action and yeah, the very first second photo I'm looking at right now. They're walking with Ayn yep. on the leash. Anyways, I was going to say, oh. the fact that Jet looks the least out of place and like the most in character says a lot about this remake. <laughs> that is <laughs> the true. That got a literal skin color swap is the one that actually looks the most faithful. Like Spike, like, I don't know. The, the funny thing to me is like not even to like break like race or politics or anything into this. It's they complain about like whitewashing and like a bunch of like characters and of course in this anime they assume every character is asian and they try to make them that way spike in case you guys didn't know is jewish <laughs> spiegel is a jewish name <laughs> spike is a jewish man and they made him an asian dude i'm like that's he's, he wasn't supposed to be an asian dude though and the thing with cowboy bebop and to me and that's why i don't really mind the jet change too much but the thing with cowboy bebop is that that world since they all like left earth and stuff every single all of the languages mesh together like every culture language and all that is like just become one so that's like on the moon and mars you just had like random people just walking around everybody just kind of speaks the same language but there's cultures being combined so i think this is just kind of like (laughs) misunderstanding i don't know a lot of the features of cowboy bebop and if you can tell with faye she's got the most drastic overhaul because her design is not at all similar to what it was in the in the anime yeah and uh yeah i don't know it's yeah, just i don't think she wants to walk she wants to wear something like that dude well it's not even that it's just like they they you know covered her up and stuff because they don't want people finding her sexy but the whole entire point of Faye's character is that she used her sexiness as a weapon 
she's a femme she's literally a femme fatale yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know it just it just bothered me like there's a lot of like drama going towards this obviously people are being like you know dicks to the actress and she made a video like talking about how sorry that her boobs aren't big enough because yes that was a legit criticism people had is that her boobs aren't big enough and i'm like that's that's stretching a little bit come on guys but (laughs) uh, it's just i don't know i every live action remake seems to always constantly like misunderstand what the source material is about because it's just a cash grab dude yeah it's a cash grab and it should say a lot like when you're when the actual series creators and stuff like don't really want to be involved with it like i haven't seen avatar having have any of us seen it here i have you have so you know about the live action oh you guys both seen it okay well i haven't seen it uh the live action avatar coming out yeah, the direct the di- actual directors stepped yeah down the actual writers the both of them stepped down because they did not like the direction that the series was going with the live action and they went ahead with their vision anyways that should tell you a lot when the literal creators of the series don't like what you're doing with it <laughs> now i'm not saying that's the instance with cowboy bebop but that happens in a, like a lot of it happens a lot of the time and i i don't know man it's just it's just frustrating to see I'm not wishing for every live action to fail. I just expect them to fail because they're they're never they're never good. It's true. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But are you actually gonna watch, gonna, watch gonna watch it? We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it because I like ironic. I love Cowboy Bebop. I mean, all of us do here. And I want to see how they adapt it. Basically, I don't have very high expectations at all, but. Dude, you know what we actually need to watch? Huh? The Gintama live action. Okay, those seem fun, at least. <laughs> like, don't they have, like, an actual... Like, they have a bunch of people that just love Gintama, and it has its own spin. I think that's fine, I guess. There's a lot of live action anime made in Japan and stuff that, you know, it's fine. They're not trying to be, like, super good or crazy as weird as that sounds but like cowboy bebop this one obviously is trying to be its own thing and it's not gonna work in my opinion no it won't but if you guys disagree with me you know you could leave it down in the comments when this goes on youtube <laughs> or tell me you're uh, excited for it i don't know like said, so I'm not trying to ETA on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah this one when this goes on the youtube but i'm not trying to be a debbie down or anything but like i said it's just i don't know I guess in terms of live ad- action adaptations, that actually I completely forgot about that. They showed the Resident Evil uh, live action casting yesterday. <laughs> it's worse than this. This was really bad. Yeah, you saw it, Jake. Yeah, yeah you saw how bad. Leon looks. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck was Le- how was that Leon in any way? It's so funny. But yeah, like I said, a, a lot of the time live action remakes miss the mark. Uh, I haven't seen the source material, but I think the only live action thing that like or from an anime and manga that I think I actually enjoyed was a uh, Alita Battle Angel. It was actually really good. Yeah, that was good. And, that was a good movie. And I, I for, always forget this is actually based off a of manga, but like very loosely, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. If you guys have seen it, it's so fucking good. No, I haven't seen that. I don't know if I've even heard of that one. You've it's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt, dude. And it's getting a sequel. I'm surprised hmm. you guys haven't seen it. It's sort of uh, the whole concept is, I don't want to say like Re Zero because then I would be doing the very exact same thing I just complained <laughs> about Kaijin Number Eight. But he dies over and over. Like he gets uh, this alien. He, he <laughs> this is gonna sound exactly like the combination between Attack and Titan and Re Zero if I explain it this way. Well, anyways, he's he's a soldier. He's like a, not a soldier. He's a journalist and he's a coward basically. And he went to go write about, God, not a coward. He was selling some information or something. The military got pissed off at him. They forced him to become a soldier because basically they're in a losing war right now. And they're just taking as many people as they can to fight these aliens. So they put him in this exosuit and he doesn't have any combat training. So he goes and immediately dies, but he gets alien blood thrown on him. And because of that, the alien blood combines with him. And the alien's power is that they can keep resetting time. So he's able to reset time now. So he keeps dying over and over and over again to figure out how to kill the aliens, basically. And becomes a Giga Chad with an exosuit. And it's really cool. And it's based off a manga called uh, All You Need Is Kill. Hmm. So, and he got... I did really you say he got brought it. from the past? 
he got fr- no. Um, okay, that's the he, Ryan Reynolds version. Apart from the past, what are you talking about? I don't know. There, there's another movie that I that I was thinking of at first when you were talking about it. Uh, were you thinking of R.I.P.D. with uh, God? What's no, his face? Cause no, 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 no. <laughs> it's an it's a newer movie that Ryan Reynolds was in, and it's, and I don't even know if it's out yet. But Free Guy? No, not Free Guy. Different one. <laughs> Free Guy's an NPC. Yeah. yeah. No, the, he gets brought to the future. Like people from the future figure out how to time travel, and they're in a massive war with aliens. And this is like their last stand, and this is their last resort was getting soldiers from the Pratt? past to fight for them so they went to a peaceful semi-peaceful time and recruited as many people as they possibly could to come to the future and fight in this war with them because they were running out of bodies i have no idea what the hell you're talking about yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be honest i've never heard anything yeah, i've never heard of that. that sort yeah i'm pretty sure it's ryan reynolds that was in it i saw a preview for it and it actually looked pretty cool Maybe we'll uh, we'll watch it when it drops. I guess just and looking now, I did not know Ryan Reynolds was Canadian. Uh, we love all of our Canadian listeners out there. Don't think we hated you guys for a single second. What's Canadian? But yeah, like I said, uh, I would suggest watching Edge of Tomorrow. Basically, I said uh, I always forget it's an anime or a manga adaptation, but like very loosely. Since it is what the the manga is like. 17 years old at this point and that movie is like five years old so but anyways uh who cares about hollywood live action movies we're here to talk to you guys directly and uh, you guys talk to us directly by asking us questions over on our twitter at anime safe space and we have quite a few interesting ones this week uh got a lot more since we were able to get i guess some in between the time from yesterday and today so some new ones rolled in, uh, some fresh content for us. Thankfully, we didn't answer any yesterday when that podcast went to shit. So, okay, I've, I found that movie I was talking about. It's untitled. It's like way off in the future. They've only oh. shot a preview for it. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I've never heard of that. It sounds interesting because it's like one of those things where it's like you get the best of the best to fight. Um, it sounds very similar to something. Now that I phrase it that way. God, I'm just I'm just doing the exact same thing I cried about earlier, man. God yeah, damn hypocrite. hypocrite. You are a hypocrite. <laughs> well, we could start off, uh, and we don't have to divulge into this one too much because we'll probably have an episode about it, but favorite upcoming anime. So I'd assume, like, fall season. And like I said, we'll probably have an episode in, like, a few weeks when the fall season's oh. about to start talking about it. Uh, wasn't Demon Slayer supposed to come out? Uh, it's supposed to October, I think. Yeah, because then was it Mushoku Tensai Part Two coming out? I'd say we just say I don't, one. I, don't know else. I would just say like one, so we don't. You know, we're, we're gonna have an episode about this later, so we can just. For me, Miracle Chan though, I'm really excited for Miracle Chan coming in October. It's made by the same studio that does. Uh, even though I haven't seen past uh season one, and it is a new studio, they do uh, Higarashi, which is a horror series. And Miracle-chan is a horror comedy. So I'm really excited because I've seen the horror faces they do in Higurashi. And Miracle-chan is really reliant on the fact that it needs good horror. Because a lot of the scares and like, not scares, but a lot of the comedy comes from the scary faces being played totally straight. Because the main character is just trying to ignore him. Because if she acknowledges the ghost's existence, then they'll kill her basically. Yeah, I, because I they don't know that, that she sees preview. them. Yeah, it's it's so good. I love this series. Yeah, the whole thing is like ghosts obviously are walking around. They assume nobody sees them, and they go up and asking people like if I'm pretty, you know, like the the classic curse tales. But like, she can clearly see them, so she's like going through a crisis every single time. And then if she acknowledges their existence, they'll come and like murder her right on the spot. <laughs> but it's very funny, very cute. I'm excited murders her on the spot but it's cute though no it's very cute the 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 secondary character the, like her best friend sees a ball of light i love her so much and her tits are fat <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Jesus. that explains a lot <laughs> what did you what, what was the name of this one it's just medical chen m-i-e-u-r yeah m-i-e-r-u-k-o and then chen yeah, and I, honest, just uh, one weird thing to point out it seems like it started out as an etchy because the first three chapters have just a lot of like ass and panty shots and then it just gave up on that so I found that really funny 
But what were you going to say, Jake? Anyways, I only know about two series, actually, that comes out next season. So I'm just going to say Mushoku Tensai. Because I actually do not know. Didn't you watch 86? Because that comes out. Oh, yeah, I forgot 86 does come out. Yeah, now that I'm looking, I don't know if Tell has anything he's going to watch next season. Aside from Mitoko Chan, maybe, you know, if he watches yeah, it. Yeah, I might watch that. Um, I'll say the I, I will actually watch Komi-san. Komi can't communi- communicate. That's coming out. Yeah, it's cute. I read the first 10 chapters or so. Yeah, I mean, I just remember when, it, like, everybody was crazing over it. And so I'll I'll probably check it out and see if it's worth anything. Nice. Well, yeah, that's our favorite, our most anticipated, I guess. Unless Jake, you had more to add on. But Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh, that's whoa. was that this year or January of next year? December. Is that oh, December? is it December? December. It should be. December. It's listed under Fall and Mal and Mal Client. Uh, well, because Fall season goes into the twenty first. Okay, December twenty fourth. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, so it's it's literally right in between both. But Jesus Christ, I did not know it comes out that soon. I'm excited then. Yes, sir. I mean, not for us. It, it, we'll have to wait for a, it, another option, you know. Could be illegal, could be not. Oh, Blue Period comes out. That. Are you reading that? I started it. So. No, but everyone's talking about it. It's cool. It's uh, uh, World's End Harem. Uh, <laughs> that's for me, baby. That's that. I'm watching that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, next up, we can just jump on over to this next one. They ask, "What is the name?" Okay, their ad is at metric system underscore, and they ask, "What do you think makes a good slice of life anime?" Hmm. You guys got any? I can think of specific things, but I can't really think of what connects them. <laughs> um, for me, uh, since a lot of my favorites have similarities, I think what makes a good slice of life anime is, I guess, when the creator can is clearly pulling from like their own life experiences and like y- y- you can tell it's super personal. I think, for me, like in Yudu Camp, you can very clearly tell that Afro loves outdoors and like nature and just valued like making memories with people and going out and doing what you want to do and i I really like that you can clearly tell it shines through same with nichi joe he loves comedy he loves like (laughs) wrestling stuff for some reason and that very clearly shines through with a slice of life so i think it's just when you can feel this interpersonal relationship with the creator because i think out of any genre you can feel that the most with slice of life because they're basically pulling from their own life unlike you know like an acting series you you don't really feel like you're speaking to i guess tabata when you're <laughs> reading death note you're just like yo this like guy's fucking crazy so if that made any sense yeah, yeah i did not actually <laughs> um i i would say somewhat similar to what you were saying except having interpersonal connections with the other characters in the story that's the ones that I really enjoy. They like he different personality and different way to talk to people with every person that he talks to. It's you kind of are able to enter his shoes a lot easier because interpersonal relationships kind of make you who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that that is kind of that is one big thing for me too because you camp one of the things I love the most is you know everybody's relationship with each other. So, all right, Jake, you're uh, last on the chopping block here. So, for me, right, I'm thinking of a slice of life. So I got Grand Blue, I got Gintama. That was nope, <laughs> dude. You cannot tell actual me. slice of life. <laughs> Gintama. Gintama has everything. All right, Grand Blue has everything. Yeah, they're and- all genres. Yes, <laughs> but we're thinking more of actual slice of life. It's like yeah, but it's like bringing up Tokyo Ghoul in a horror discussion. If you would have let me kept going, right? Let's go. Let's hear it. K-On. Good. Place further than the universe. Yes, sir. A lot of those that have in common, it's 
there's not a lot of stakes and it's just them living their life and it's just like you're going through and you just see all the fun stuff all the bad stuff that kind of thing because I mean place further than the universe you everything was all fun until episode 12 happened and you, and you find the laptop you know the waterworks start coming in mm-hmm. so I think a lot of the, a lot a lot of the re, uh, a lot of the slice of life that I do like they don't really build to anything it's just like this kind of like looming idea in the background that it's gonna end and then it actually ends but no one cares about it until the end i know you're referring to k on there like heavily (laughs) maybe all right yeah there's a reason why it's in my top 10 but yeah i guess just uh summarize the answer basically for all of us it's just we like it when it's their life (laughs) when it when it's just (laughs) about people living i think and I don't know. I think that really makes a good slice of life. This is a weird question. What the hell? Let me bust up in Mal real quick. Um, I, I don't understand why this is a question, but uh, this comes from Onanoki fan. They ask, what do you think is the best anime that isn't as shonen or considered a top 50 anime on Analyst Mal? Okay. I actually didn't read that last part too much. Um, I guess an anime that's not in top 50. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have Mal open. Yeah, let me see if I can't figure out how to get to top 50. So let's see. So that isn't considered a shonen, so. Uh, three Gatsu no Lion, second season. Fruit Basket's the final. It's not shonen. Seryu. The hell's Ginga? What, did you click just the second page? Just, you just can't look at top 50, I guess, so Fruit Basket isn't allowed anyway. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at Mal, all anime, top 50. Yeah, top 50. Yeah, and yeah. it's past top 50, so 51 and up. Uh, Damn, look at that. There's um, a lot of Gintama in here. Goddamn right. Dude. Yeah, every Not single Gintama uh, series, I think, is in top 100, and I think that's a pretty big feat. Huh. Well, I, I can cheat a bit, I guess. <laughs> Uticamp's in top 100, but not top 50, so... For me, Uticamp. But if I were to give an actual, I guess, other answer. Um, <sighs> fuck. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I said it's a weird question. I mean, I don't know. Kaguya's on here. <laughs> so I would say Kaguya, I guess. Hold on a second. I might have just found my answer, but I got to make sure it's not in here. I mean, VV, VV for Ice Song is not a shonen. I figured it'd be higher than top 15, Jesus. It's 98. And a two year eternity right now is 91. And that's getting a second season, by the way. It's getting a second season in the fall next year, which I'm glad. It's still relatively, honestly, fast. So. Yeah, but I mean, they probably were done probably like a month or so ago. Yeah, I mean, that still gives them... A whole year to work on that many episodes, however much they want to work on. You find your answer, though, Tell? I did. Toradora. Is that not top 50? It's not. What? It kind of upsets me, but it's not. Oh, that is hurtful. I assume that was top. Yeah, well, that's my answer to you. I thought it was top 50. All right, everybody. If you're listening on here, we got to get that to the top. Let's go. Well, I guess popularity, it's an 18. But yeah, it's 364 in terms of rating. Yeah, that's... that's, mm -mm. We got to bump those numbers up, people. Let's go. (laughs) Stab at it. All right, well, yeah, I guess that's your answer for that one. Like I said, a lot of the <laughs> ones like that where it's like we have to go and just find something random, it's just like, I don't know. I just found the first thing I could find was Kaguya, which is still one of my favorite anime, but it's just like, I don't know. Yo, Grand Blues, 139. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Yes, That's sir. actually great. <laughs> that's actually great. 
8.42. Let's get season two, baby. Five, was it 500, 533,000 members. <laughs> this next one comes from at Requiem Henry, and they ask, what do you consider having too much manga? And uh, there's never too much manga. Never. Get a, make no, a library. The problem is you don't have enough. Yeah, I just don't have enough. There's, you can never have enough, in my opinion. I actually semi want to have a library of manga, like in my final yeah, house. Yeah, same here. Like, I don't think you can have too much of anything you like enjoy. I would say too much if it's like to the point where it can't be organized. Like, I think if you have full-on shelves in your house, I guess, and all of the shelves are filled, and then you got manga stacked on the ground, then maybe either consider getting more space or offloading. I guess if you want a legit answer. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you want to have a full room of manga go for it that's what i want to do have like a library in there and their books they hold intellectual knowledge and stories exactly. so like people have libraries full of shit you can have a library full of manga well this next one comes from at astaka or astaka however you guys pronounce it uh, it come, he asks, if you had to choose a power system to be added to today's society, what would it be? Nen. I'm not entirely sure what Nen is. So actually, can you explain that? So Nen is Hunter Hunter. It's pretty much basically like, you know, there's six uh, categories. And the more restrictions you have, the more power you can use. That kind of thing. I think it's like the best because you can, it's basically you can do anything. So how would it be interesting, like in today's world? <laughs> because you can that, literally use it for anything. Well, I just, Think about it. You you didn't explain it very well. It's just it has restrictions, and it's in Hunter Hunter. But I don't know like what that means. So you can have you let's say for what was it? You could conjure chains and use them. You can conjure like items and use them. You can enhance yourself, like enhancer. That's, you know, self-explanatory. Get big. You can have manipulation where you manipulate things. You can manipulate pets. You can manipulate humans. So it, it is just literally anything. I mean, there's no it, rules yeah, dictating. <laughs> to my understanding, uh, spoilers for Hunter Hunter. Like Gone lost his nen at the end when he did his something right so is there yeah, like so is there he, drawbacks to, to nan at all so 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 what happened in that so when he fought pito he literally didn't care so what he did is that he chose to use everything that he would ever had in his life in that one moment and that's why he pretty much was he shorted a circuit unable to move yeah. he short-circuited and almost died blew a breaker that kind of thing yeah, so, I mean, I guess Nen just sounds, like, all-encompassing of everything, so <laughs> I guess that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, there's also a power that you can just make pocket dimensions. Well, so, like, Jujutsu so, Kaisen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's, what I, no, that's what I would think. Hmm, but just applied in every, so I don't know, I'm going to try to think of applied added to today's society because like I got in what context like <laughs> yeah go ahead i guess alchemy from full metal alchemist that's actually a really good one i would that would be just fucking amazing i would love that and See, it would be very useful is, in the world yeah exactly i was just about to say i was like the thing is i think with like what they're going for with this question is like practical and like you know just being cool but like practical uses too like alchemy can be used both for fighting and literal creation. That's what alchemy is. Yep. It can be used to advance society, create buildings, cre enhance everything around us. And I think that'd be dope. Uh, and then I guess, you know, you just walk around summoning chains and shit. But while we're still uh, living in the 21st century, very uh, selfish of you, Jake. But, uh, are you serious? Just kidding. I, I, I'm just. I'm talking shit, but I can't even think of I mean, of before I, I thought of alchemy, I was going to say quirks. Yeah, quir well, quirks in the same way in My Hero. They very, like, clearly help the evolution of the world. But I also think quirks is uh, <laughs> a really in easy answer to go with 
so I won't go with that. But why don't you just say uh, power level and go Goku? Because you know Goku can be anyone. <laughs> no, Dragon Ball doesn't even understand its own power system. Everyone dude. is Goku, baby. Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Say, I I didn't want to like bring up my hero solely because my hero is this question. It is what if you added a power system to the real world? <laughs> so it's like. I don't know, I'll leave that out. Even though it's really cool. I love quirks. But um, I want to say something like... But Mato Sehio would just make... Oh, God. Because the whole thing of Mato Sehio is that only females get the power. I think it's a really cool power, but only women get the power. So the whole thing is, like, the world evolved and stuff. So, like, there is technological advancements and everything. <laughs> but men are literal second-class citizens. Like, it's literal racism. So, uh, <laughs> bro, just bring in the pit from Made Abyss. I know, dude. It's not a, pit, dude. Is that a power system? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, I like Jujutsu Kaisen's. It, it would be really sucky to walk around with curses and stuff, but I really dig the idea of making the shonen trope, like where you have to announce your powers uh, and what it does, like a thing. And I think it'd be really stupid just to see like somebody like walking down the street and like announcing what their power does <laughs> while using it. I think I think it'd be neat. I don't know. And but you wouldn't see them if they were good. That's true. That's true. You would never then know I don't because know. you might not be one of the point zero zero one percent or whatever it is. It is it that low in Jujutsu Kaisen? That's right. It's a very small percentage. Well, of up until recently. It's true. You know. What? You know what we should have said? We should have said stands. Oh, yes. I'm surprised you guys didn't say stands. Yes. I didn't think of that. Because you, you said practical. Stands in there are not really practical. Well, they, they, they're <laughs> practical. Let's go the, the opposite of practical. Well, Just fun. Well, I was going to say they're, 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 they're practical to the user, I'd say, not to like society. But to whoever's using it, they could be practical. I would go find that arrow. Yeah. Slice my own wrist. I'm finding that goddamn. I would risk it. I'm killing I would risk it all for the biscuit, baby. I want to stand. Just imagine. You no longer have to go out of bed. You can just summon your stand and get a water. Oh my god, dude. Yo, I forgot to turn out the lights. Turn out the lights real quick. Like, oh, dude, I'm going to be late for work. (laughs) And just zip me across the, the whole state. Oh, there's my buddy walking past, not tapping for me. (laughs) <laughs> i would totally I just use it for petty bullshit just like that <laughs> you know I, I, since i was talking about it earlier i'll plug this one in since i really do enjoy the power system too uh kaiju number eight uh it is both practical and badass the whole thing is at least with the main characters and stuff similar to like something like kill a kill where they get goku suits and uh, kaiju number eight every human gets these kaiju suits and you basically can draw out power from them like uh, out of a percentage out of a 100 and even one percent a percentage of power like tenfolds the normal human's power so you're able to like lift cars buildings and shit punch through stuff like you're really strong and if you're at 100 percent, that means you could basically body a titan or a kaiju by yourself but of course because the whole thing is with this power system now uh society is incredibly advanced so there's like a lot of cool technology everywhere so it'd be very practical and very cool and not to mention, I, w- I don't know if I can count the main characters as a power system, considering they haven't explained what the fuck he is yet. <laughs> but, you know. So, yeah, Kaiju number eight is my answer. I would also say mutants from X-Men. <laughs> this is bringing out, <laughs> bringing out uh, comics here. Even though mutants were, like, incredibly, like, oppressed in the X-Men universe. Hey, man, if you're strong enough, it doesn't matter. You'd be like I mean, Wolverine. They try to matter. try to suppress me, bitch. Well, the same thing with Magneto. They, he was strong enough to like take down the whole planet by himself. Yeah, exactly. But people still hate him. So, I just joined the X Men. Well, this next one comes from at Griffin two four zero eight two five four zero, and they ask favorite art style or artist in anime and manga. Well, I have an easy answer. Mine is Udicamp. I love Afro's art style so much. Um, when I get back into drawing more and stuff like that, he's a, he's going to be a big inspiration for like my art style. I just really, really dig how he draws stuff and it's kind of constantly changing too. He has like these three weird distinct art styles that he does and every single one of them works. And I don't know. I just love his cross hatching in uh, Uticamp. Uh, a lot of people don't like it because it's hard to read sometimes, 
because everything is gray and then there's black lines going through. But I don't know. I think that adds like a lot of depth to the pages. Yeah, I'm definitely saying JoJo. I think JoJo's art style is just actually out of this world. It's very detailed. Everything's like so much detail. It's more realistic than you would think. It looks like uh, today's uh, famous people. Their big ass lips. <laughs> Uh, I would have to say Berserk, Kentaro Miura. I mean, the art style in that is just fantastic. It's got all the gore and details of the gore. You get to see in one panel a fluid motion of him swinging off 16 dudes' heads with his fucking giant Berserker sword. It, it's fantastic and he does and it's also with the landscapes he keeps it very simple but it's enough that it still makes the scene so beautiful even when he's not chopping off heads it's nice nice a lot of uh jojo's and berserk uh i do understand both of those like i said jojo's the one thing i'll give iraqi credit for is that like i, I it, it seems like he evolves and every single like <laughs> A series. I don't know. Like I, they all look different to me. Like they all look distinctly JoJo's, but they all have these different vibes and styles going on with them, and it's very impressive. That's why he's got an art history or art exhibit. Well, dude, he legit collabs with Gucci, and uh, I think he's done Prada, like fashion brands and stuff. Collab with him because of how good his art is. For good reason, dude. And then same with Berserk. Yeah, Kentaro Miura is just. He's just a goddamn menace with that pen. Rest in peace. Yep. Uh, and then next up we have from at Marcus Manaka. This kind of goes hand in hand with what we just uh, talked about. But they ask, what is something specific in anime that you guys think is aesthetically pleasing when done well? And I mentioned this yesterday because it was one of the questions we actually answered. Uh, yeah. I really like and dig thick outlines. Uh, in series like Toilet Bound Hanako-kun and Assassination Classroom and earlier Attack on Titan. I wouldn't say season one. That's a little too thick for me. But two and three uh, looked really pleasing. And I just like when it accentuates every other like color, every other detail on there. When you have really bold outlines and makes... It's basically walking around with all the colors trapped inside of there. When you have like thin outlines, things can blend together and just kind of get lost in translation. And part of the reason why people like Demon Slayer so much is because it does this exact same thing. So, I love uh, I love thick outlines. Uh, I would say <clears throat> what I said yesterday. I'll, I still will go with that. Uh, fluid motion in fights, just to the point where you can tell exactly what's happening. And you're not getting lost in the craziness and, and just blurring their arms and their hands and that sort of thing. But when you can tell the tactical skills and like the swords hitting each other and each spot and everything like that, it just that definitely full mast for that one. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I actually don't remember what I said yesterday. <laughs> well, think of a new one then. I, I had a good answer yesterday, too. <laughs> this is the problem. You said, uh, I, rem uh, I remember, you said you like uh, flowing hair like in VV. Oh, right. Uh, those uh, detailed shots, like uh, those one-frame detailed shots that just, you could, like in VV, like, you can count all the strands of hair and all those. I like it because it kind of like, you get to see all the facial expressions that they have and all that stuff. So I'm assuming you're blowing your load in like every single Monogatari steel frame, like with Hitagi tilting your head back and your hair's flowing. Oh, you already know it. And uh, yeah, tell just a reminder, <laughs> I guess what you just talked about was called Sakuga, in case you ever want to bring it back up. What was it? It's Sakuga? Biggest, yeah, it's an animation style, S which is S -S fluid animation. UGA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's uh, animation... Uh, what would you call it tactic i guess i don't know but it's fluid animation <laughs> so that's exactly what it means like what you just described was exactly what sakuga is all right sweet sakuga there you go now i can sound professional yeah, i just told you not, how, how it's not said and how much time we've been going idiot. oh we can answer one more question i guess 
wait or two more i think i forget one time we started our recording but you know we love running this show anyways so <laughs> and uh we had a question from vaughn uh he asked about the cowboy bebop live action we already answered uh hopes aren't very high yeah it's just like the norm is most video game adaptations and uh anime live action adaptations are just not good yep so it's like you can't, it's kind of like you can't really say it's good. You can only think it's bad until you see it. Well, this next one comes from at Spiceman135, and they ask, do you think that there are too many anime coming out nowadays and that studios shouldn't be producing so much, or do you think that it doesn't matter? I think we had a similar question before, right? Maybe. I'm not sure. It was probably related to Kotoko. Well, anyways, uh, no, I don't think there's too many um and i would say maybe individual studios shouldn't be producing much to not negate quality but there's so many studios that exist nowadays that it's just kind of inevitable inevitable that there's going to be so much anime like i don't think an increase in something we all like is a bad thing too much it's not it's not that's not a bad thing but i think i i would like sort of rephrase i don't like multiple or one studio doing multiple shows yeah. Season. Uh, I don't no, I think mean, I it's, agree with that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I think it's just because of the recent like surge that we've had. I mean, we've just been having waves of just good shows coming for a while now. And yeah, like X Arm. <laughs> yes. yes, sir. The best one. And I think it's going to slow down here pretty soon. Honestly, for a little bit. So it'll turn back into what it used to be where it's like, you know, you got one or two good ones that you want to watch each time. And then the other ones are all, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe not. Uh, I, I disagree. I don't think it's slowing down at all. Like I said, Katakawa is pushing out more and more. They're the biggest publisher of anime and manga right now. And more studios are being created by, by the day. <laughs> so I think it'll only pick up from here. Well, I think we're going to keep the same volume. I'm I'm just saying the quality I'm not sure if it's going to stay up or not. Now that now that so many studios are getting created every day, there's going to be more and more shitty animes. Yeah, well, yeah, there's going to be more, I guess, qu- quantity over quality, I guess. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Which is still Which fun. yeah, I don't want Yeah, I I I, I wouldn't want a series to suffer because a studio is focusing on five other shows at the same time. Yes, I don't think they should be overworking themselves because that is a problem, but I don't think the general idea of anime existing in droves right now is that bad. It's like saying there's too many games coming out right now. So There's too many games coming out right now. And uh, it's funny that I say that because I actually don't... I can't think of that many games coming out right now, but... No, there's <laughs> no good ones coming out. Oh, 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 dude. Metroid Dread. Oh, that comes I'm out so in a month. for that one. Yeah. Yeah, it comes Yeah, it comes out in, in pretty much a month. Dude, I am so hyped for that. I'm pretty sure I only, only played... Switch. Pretty sure I only played, like, Prime 2 or something, but... Maybe I'll play Dread. No, nice. I, I've played uh, Zero Mission. I've played Fusion, Super Metroid, all three Primes. Not other M, because no one talks about that, and you shouldn't talk about that. It's like Call of Duty Ghost. <laughs> it shouldn't have existed. It's fair. Okay, well, we can answer this last one. I forgot. Uh, I promise I would answer this one. This comes from at Nitris. They ask, what are your favorite bath scenes in anime? I would say <laughs> you can add hot springs to this. Okay. Hot springs, bath scenes, you know. Most commonly seen in like a slice of lies and edgies, you know, or in Quince, in Quince. or in Quince, yeah. Oh my God, I just got reminded of that Quince scene. Jesus. Yep. You know exactly which one I, I said. Know exactly you know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna pick that one. <laughs> yeah, it was top. Yeah, I think it's the first first season. I think it was the first season. Oh, it's about yeah. second season. Or are you talking about the second season? Yeah, with Itsuki and. Uh, and Nino? And Nino, yeah. Ooh, I was talking about the ones where they were all five of them were in there. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Time to go back and uh, research it. Uh, yeah, it was in the, fest- uh, the festival. For me, um, 
probably maybe recency bias, but it was a damn good arc. Uh, I loved <laughs> the bath arc and uh, in Girlfriend Girlfriend. It's just, it, it's so funny, and on top of that, you get to see a lot of uh, a lot of Shino. Uh, Shino is the white-haired girl. You get to see a lot of her and uh, a lot of a, a lot of bear <laughs> areas, I guess. It's very good and the uh, fan service aspect and the comedy aspect. It hits both perfectly. And it was a very good arc. Hmm. You know, um, it might be because this image has been stuck in my head for a while now, but the uh, Maki scene in Fire Force. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was pretty top tier right there. I do not blame you because uh, I haven't even got to that episode yet, and that like replays my mind sometimes. Well, I mean, Maki's hot. That's, that's she's that's she's very it. hot. I agree. <laughs> she's smoking. Okay. But, yeah, Before that, we go out, though, I have a question of my own that somebody reached out to me personally to ask you guys. This right. is uh, was it Nitris on Twitter. Yep, we just answered the other question they asked. Yep. And that question was, what anime changed you the most, for good or for worse? Would it be cheating if I give my usual answer, even though I give you guys shit all the time for Grand Blue? I mean, I don't know. Depends on like the said, my my. Clearly, my answer is going to be Yudu Camp. Like I said, I, I'm not lying when I say that it's changed my life for the better uh that has made me love the outdoors like so much um i plan on camping now i it gave me a lot of valuable life lessons as cheesy as that sounds like i i've gained so many like interesting perspectives on life now and it just helps me it helps me through a lot and like i said it's changed me in the best way possible like i really i'm so glad i found a series like you to camp i made a whole video talking about why i love it so i mean Hmm. I actually do not know. I could say Grand Blue. I could say Kintama. I could say either of those two. I want to say like it didn't it didn't change me like a lot, but it made me more mindful of a lot of the things that they said, and then I tried to I tried to apply more more so in life. What in Gintama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gintama has a lot of beautiful life lessons. Grand Blue is just because it's funny. <laughs> of course. That's why it's always got to be up there. Always got to be number one. Yes, sir. Um, for me, I, I kept trying to come up with answers to this beforehand. And um, I, I have one that isn't a life lesson or anything. So I couldn't really think of anything that changed my life or changed me just changed my thoughts on certain things and this one pertains to the anime industry because newly getting into it i didn't understand basically all the steps that it had it took i I didn't even at the time i don't think i even understood that there was like manga was the source content like that they were getting this getting most anime from uh, a comic book basically but uh Seven Deadly Sins actually, you know, changed my view on the way that anime is made and made me appreciate it a lot more, I would say. And on that note, it kind of that was kind of a bad thing because it made me lose a lot of hope at first in the anime industry. And then a different one came out that changed it back to the good opinion to where I appreciated it more and that was keep my keep your hands off Isaacin. The way that it goes in depth about how much hard work has to go into this and like it has to be it really has to be something that you want for it to be super successful and i don't know it it changed me to appreciate the anime industry a whole lot more and the work that people put in to give us this content sure it's an interesting uh approach on the question yeah, I I really couldn't. I tried at first, like big things that might have changed my life or 
made me view things differently or anything like that. But I really couldn't couldn't think of anything that anything that an anime has taught me in life. I can think of a lot of life changing decisions that happened in life, but nothing anime induced. So I decided to go with the classic support the industry, everybody. These people are working hard to give us this content. That's what we like to hear. Sir, we love a supportive king over here. And um, Speaking of supportive kings. I was going to say, we can skip the last segment this time around. I know Jake is happy to hear that, mostly because I don't think any of us have read anything besides me reading <laughs> Kaiju number eight. You're right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're sucking. That's mostly because I'm working nights. So it's, it's hard. But who else are working nice nights, Jake, to help support this podcast are our wonderful patrons over on patreon.com slash askcast. And thank you guys so much for your hard work. People like Outdated, Hadrian, Corbin, Fanner, T Fry, or Thomas, M4 Blitz, Flamjom, The Big Yikes, and 5.7 Mondo. You guys all help support this podcast with your, your tiring overnight shifts, your graveyard shifts and just like you're slaving over over the grill for us you know and we love you guys for it and we promise we'll get a bonus out this month <laughs> it's the last day but uh it'll come. it'll come but uh yes reminder if you want bonus episodes uh you can head on over to patreon.com slash askcast our five dollar tier and a ten dollar tier get you access to our bonus episodes as well as a special role on discord and our two dollar tier gets you just a special role on discord but you guys get access to uh Special members only things once we get that ball rolling. But of course, that's not the only way to support us, or perhaps even the best way to support us. We also have a Kofi, which I've been forgetting to plug, honestly. Uh, <laughs> that's a my bad, guys. We also have a Kofi, helps uh, support us in those smaller endeavors, like getting a soundboard and other things from there, maybe getting different editing programs. Who knows? But if you guys don't want to throw money at us, that's perfectly fine. We have a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, all at Anime Safe Space. We're also on Twitter at Anime Safe Space. If you want to shoot us questions, suggestions, or you just want to shoot the shit with us, we're always on there. Uh, if you guys want to join our Discord, though, and talk to other ass members, you can click on the description in the link below. We have AMQ nights, game nights, watch-alongs, and you just get to shoot the shit with the other ass fans. And uh, Jake, you, got, you want to lead us out? Anyways, guys, I'm going to go shoot the shit right now. Is that your way of saying you're taking a dump? Yep. <laughs> Ending the show.